Hi, welcome to my podcast, Go For Two with Cargo. I'm your host, Cargo, and I'm joined by my co-host sometimes, Tyson, who is my two-year-old puppy. If this isn't your first time, hey, welcome back. And if you're new, hey, my name's Carlos, but everybody calls me Cargo, or Los. This is my podcast on where I keep you up to date on all 32 teams in the NFL, in season, and of course, during the offseason. During the NFL season, I got you covered on games, making predictions with some in-depth analysis, some fantasy football advice, and help break down some of the biggest headlines during the season. Now, during the offseason is where I like to go off. Get it? This is how my passion of football started. Since I was young, one of my favorite events was watching the NFL draft. Believe it or not, I used to write down every pick from player to team to even what school he went to. I grew up watching Mel Kuyper and Todd McShay talk about football prospects all day long. From trying to predict how teams will draft where a team will take the best available player or draft based on need. Now I've decided to share with you that same insight of my very own into my mock drafts. Now I'm not an expert, but it's always fun. I also like to cover free agent signing periods, and I also like to do a little quarterback shuffle where I create pairings for players to new places. I also, at the end of the offseason, will do an in-depth 32-team roster breakdown where I like to predict how their season will go and to see if they possibly did enough to make the playoffs and even possibly win a Super Bowl. Now, let's get started. Alrighty, guys. So with the NFL season starting in about less than 30 days, you know, I've decided to do a basically a team report where I'm going to be breaking down um, everything that happened last year, this offseason, and what I think this team will do um, in the future and how I think they're going to finish out in the um, the divisional and stuff like that. So uh, a lot of stuff to get into. Uh, make sure you tune in for this one. Alrighty, so now we have the Washington football team. Uh, last year, they were 7-10, third in the NFC East. Uh, I'm going to kind of just go over some of the stats from last year here. Uh, Tyler Haneke in 15 games threw for 3,400 yards, 20 touchdowns, 15 interceptions, um, added 300 yards on the ground with one rushing touchdown. Antonio Gibson in 14 games rushed for over 1,000 yards, Seven touchdowns, uh, 294 yards, three, uh, uh, 294 yards receiving, and three receiving touchdowns. Um, Terry McLaurin had over 1,000 yards receiving and five touchdowns. Uh, the next leading receiver was J.D. McKissick with 300 and 397 yards, um, two receiving touchdowns, 212 yards rushing, and two touchdowns. Now, as far as the uh, team on offense, they averaged 121.2 yards rushing per game, which was actually 12th best in the league. Um, only 13 rushing touchdowns, um, you know, 22nd best in the league, um, threw for over 220 yards passing per game, 22nd best in the league, only 21 passing touchdowns, 23rd best in the league, averaged about 323 yards per uh, total offense, 21st best, um, 19 points per game, which was uh, ninth worst in the NFL. 
And then they allowed 43 sacks, which was actually 10th most. On defense, Bobby McCain led with four interceptions. Cole Holcomb, Landon Collins, William Jackson all had two interceptions each. Jonathan Allen, nine sacks. Montez Sweat, five sacks in 10 games. Deron Payne, four and a half sacks. Now, this team allowed 25.5 points per game, which was eighth worst in the league. Um, 353 yards of total defense allowed, 22nd best. Uh, 256.9 yards passing allowed, 28th best. Um, allowed 104.4 rushing yards, which is actually eighth best in the NFL. Uh, 14 rushing touchdowns, um, tied for 20th in the league. And then allowed 34 passing touchdowns, which was actually worst in the NFL. Um, 11 interceptions tied for 22nd most. And then 38 sacks, 17th best in the NFL. Now some losses. Um, Ryan Fitzpatrick, Kyle Allen, um, Adam wide receiver Adam Humphreys, um, Ricky Seals-Jones, Eric Flowers, Matt Ioannidis, John Bostic, Landon Collins. Some additions, um, you know, Carson Wentz, who we'll talk about the trade here in a second, um, Andrew Norwell, and offensive lineman Trey Turner here. So just kind of going over the trade real quick, um, you know, what's said is done. I, I do feel like maybe this trade was a little bit rushed. Um, this trade came on February 18th. You know, maybe the Washington football team were a little bit more patient. They could have ended up with, you know, Russell Wilson, maybe even Matt Ryan, who Ron Rivera might be familiar with, you know. Um, you know, obviously that's already happened. And so pretty much what the uh, commanders got was Carson Wentz, and then they just swapped for a later second-round pick. The Colts ended up getting um, a third-round pick in 2022, and then they also have a conditional second-round pick if Carson Wentz plays more than 70 snaps. So pretty much they got him for a second round pick. Um, you know, I guess really looking at the outlook for the Washington commanders on offense, obviously, you know, you have Tyler Heineke, who's a proven backup, a really good backup. He's a guy that can go help you win games. Um, they added Sam Howell, who I don't think will play this year. Um, a really talented fifth round pick. Um, he was one of those guys that could have gone in the first or second round. Um, but here we are, and they brought in Carson Wentz, who um, last year was supposed to be the year with the Colts. Obviously, you know, he had everything he needed in place, um, and he wasn't able to get the job done in that one game against the Jacksonville Jaguars, okay? So now looking at his stats from last year, in 17 games, he threw for 3,500 yards, 27 touchdowns, 7 interceptions, um, 215 yards rushing and one rushing touchdown. You know, on paper, the, the stats don't look bad. You know, and I guess we were all, you know, we're kind of just, you know, reminiscent on that last game against the Jaguars. But, you know, this is a team that last year, uh, well, actually, if you look back a couple of years ago, uh, Tyler Heineke, you know, helped this team get into the playoffs. Um, and it was really because of this defense. So, you know, last year, they had a lot of injuries on defense. Tyler Heineke was a starting quarterback. They were able to min to win seven games, which is not not bad. So um, all Carson really has to do is just not lose him games. 
You know, he can't be throwing bad interceptions, fumbling the ball, because um, there's some nice little off offensive pieces here. You know, looking at the running back position, Antonio Gibson has been uh, really good. This was a third-round pick a couple of years ago. Um, has had some injuries issues the last couple of years, but, you know, I think this year he should be fine. Uh, in fantasy, I'm not crazy about him, um, especially with J.D. McKissick, uh, but I, I, I like that the group that they have, they did add Brian Robinson in the third round out of Alabama. Um, and I think that's a little bit high for me, but I think they wanted to add a, a physical uh, downhill runner. Um, and I think this could be kind of like a, a little committee here. Um, Gibson could all honestly lose some touches to some of these wide receivers here. You know, obviously this team is led with, um, Terry McLaurin, who with, you know, somewhat subpar quarterback play has still managed to put over, put up a thousand yards. This is a guy that they really like. He's a team captain, um, got paid this off season, rightfully so, you know, he could produce with any quarterback here, you know, and in the first round, they went out and added Jahan Doxson, who I really like. You know, I think he's going to really be an interesting part to this offense just because, you know, he runs fast. He, he has great hands. He's good at those 50-50 balls, which will help um, Carson out. And he's going to have a lot of opportunities opposite of uh, Terry McLaurin. You know, uh, Curtis Samuel, who two years ago was super dynamic in Carolina, uh, familiar with Ron, um, Struggled with injuries last year, but I think this year he could have a really big role as well on the offense. He could even steal some carries away from, um, you know, Antonio Gibson out of the backfield. He He's that dynamic. Um, and then also I like Deani Brown. You know, he's a fourth-round pick last year out of North Carolina. Um, has some speed. You know, there's there's some there's some there's something here at this wide receiver group. Now looking at the tight end, um, Logan, Tom, Logan Thomas comes back from injury. He's been a a pretty solid tight end for the Washington football team over the last couple of years. You know, they have John Bates, a fourth round pick last year who could actually have a bigger role. And then they added Cole Turner in the fifth round as well for some depth. Now this offensive line last year was pretty solid for the most part. Um, you know, I feel like they have a nice group here. Uh, left tackle Charles Leonard Jr. Um, they brought in and uh, they lost uh, Brandon Shroff. Um, he was their right guard, but they brought in Andrew Norwell to play left guard. That moves Wes Washizer to the right side. Um, they have Chase Relier at center, and then their right tackle is Sam Kazami. He's a uh, second-round pick out of UT um, who played really well last year, and I do think that there's some depth here as well with Ted Larson, Trey Turner, and uh, um, you know Cornelius Lucas here. Now, on the defense, they struggled last year. Um, you know, the stats will tell you all about that. But I think the biggest thing was is obviously they didn't have, you know, Chase Young, who let's not forget his rookie year was absolutely dominant. And I think he's going to have a really good year. I know he's going to be looking for some revenge this year. So look out for Chase Young. Uh, Montez Sweat also oh, only played in 10 games last year. And this is a guy who's super talented, former first-round pick as well. Uh, when it when when healthy, you know, I look at these two guys to really make some noise um, on the defense. And then in the middle, you have Jonathan Allen, who had nine sacks last year, another um, first-round pick out of Alabama. 
to go along with Deron Payne, another first pick out of Alabama with four and a half sacks. So they're stout right there in the middle. And in the second round, they go add Fedarius Memphis, another Alabama defensive lineman. Um, you kind of see the trend here. But um, I think, you know, a little bit of a reach for him. But, you know, I think with Deron Payne coming up on um, uh, his last year, you know, I think they kind of look for him to possibly take over for him. So, um, and then there's some depth too at the edge position too. Um, I didn't mention uh, James Smith Williams, um, Shaka Tony. These are two guys that were in the sixth, seventh round last year. Um, you know, got some good experience along with Casey Tuhill. Looking at this linebacker group, uh, Jamin Davis, I think has a chance to this year really take that next step of being a uh, Ron Rivera linebacker. Um, you know, he's a first round pick last year as well. Um, and then they have two pretty good, um, solid linebackers in Cole Holcomb um, and David Mayo, who've been in the program, been in the system, have experience, you know, have some depth there at the position. Now, looking at the secondary, um, I think this is probably, um, you know, the, the, the biggest concern for this defense um, and it's not even really a big concern. You know, you have Kendall Fuller and William Jackson III. Um, William Jackson III um, has really, you know, made a name for himself here in Washington um, to go along with, um, you know, Benjamin Sejosti. He's a, a third-round pick last year who I really like, who probably can be um, getting a bigger role this year. The uh, safety group is led by Bobby McCann, who once again also um, revamped his career here in Washington. Um, he's joined by Cameron Curl. Um, he was a seventh-round pick in 2020. They've gotten a lot out of him. And then another guy that I really like who can kind of be in the mix here is Percy Butler, their rookie fourth-round pick. He can he can fly, and he has a chance to develop into a starting safety um, maybe sooner rather than later here. Um, so looking at the Washington football team, you know, I, I love Ron Rivera. I, I you know – this is the guy that I wanted the Cowboys to get before Mike McCarthy, but it didn't work out. Um, let's just not forget that this two years ago, this defense literally dragged their offense to the playoffs and they almost beat Tom Brady. So now this year with Chase Young, Montez Sweat back from injuries, you know, I feel like them being able to put pressure on opposing offenses and quarterbacks, you know, they're going to be better on defense without a doubt. I think in every category, if they're healthy, they're going to be better. Um, and then as far as the offense, there's some really good young talent here. Um, and it's really going to come down to uh, Carson Wentz. You know, can he just protect the football? That's all he really has to do. Um, get the ball in playmakers' hands. Give him a chance. And um, I, I think, you know, the Washington football team uh, could end up second place in the division. Um, I expect them to be around eight and nine. Um, you know, it, it's going to be fun to watch Carson return to Indy and face the Colts, and he gets to play the Eagles twice again. So uh, I know that they're going to be kind of jacked up for that. So uh, I know it's a little bit of a surprise, but, yeah, I have the Washington Commanders coming in second um, because of that defense. Thank you guys for listening, and please feel free to reach out to me via social media. Uh, my IG is carlosgus17 and Twitter carlosgus3.